in the country. Those of us fortunate enough to work and live in regional areas rarely celebrate what we do with a broader audience. In terms of the cities that are full of people and consumers, they increasingly want to know what we do on the farm, how we do it, and what authentic rural life really looks like. You're listening to The Yarn, the number one wool industry podcast. I'm Ellie Bigwood. Take a second to think of how the Australian bush is often perceived on screen. The McLeod's Daughters type outback romance, lots of dust, farmers in droughts, horses. But how many of us living in the regions would say that those shows are a full and realistic representation of our lives? A new series called Homespun was filmed in and around Kojanup in Western Australia, and it exists to really tell the story of how it is on the land. The series features real wool growers, real shearers and rousies and members of the local community to truly showcase how a regional Australian community looks and operates. And given its role in helping to bridge the city-country divide and promote livelihoods in the wool industry, it was in part sponsored by AWI. The creative mind behind the series is Beck Bignall. Having grown up on her family's wool-growing farm near Cogenup, Beck has an eye for the authentic version of regional Australia. She was the producer of the Homespun series and also the main character, a rouseabout by the name of Georgina or George McPherson. G'day, my name's Georgina McPherson, but you can call me George. I'm a rouseabout, a rousey, so I work in a shearing shed. I love my job. I love life in the shed. Today on The Yarn, we speak with Georgie, a.k.a. Beck Bignall. Welcome to The Yarn, Beck. Thanks so much for having me. I'm very excited to have a chat to you guys. Tell us about what you really tried to capture in Homespun and what the story, what the film is about. The story, as I sort of describe it, simply two mates who think that they have been you know, engaged by a TV station to show their community, which they're really excited about. And they take these producers out into their world and sort of show their backyard. And then they get trumped by the executive back in the big smoke who doesn't really want to show the kind of more progressive version of the bush because she thinks that they'll get a lot more viewers if they just go the old drought line and sort of depict the bush, you know, in that victim sense and and kind of make it a tearjerker. And so when the two girls find out that their version has been booted, they decide that they're going to take it upon themselves to tell the story that they want to tell and they gather the community together and pull together a a show that they create that's a bit of fun and does everything that they wished was showed in the first place. I really felt that there was a real need for stories that regional people could connect with that were modern and progressive, but also ask them to see themselves in like a very genuine sort of way. I wanted to cut through this idea of like dust and uh, like, you know, the dust is very much part of homespun, but I guess I'm like using my arms, which you can't see on the podcast, (laughs) but like, you know, a horse riding off into the sunset and like, you know, those very deeply romantic ideas. I wanted to create an idea of the bush that's moved forward a bit so that it's weighted in all these ideas that we know and love but like allows it to grow because I also think that 
regional Australians aspire to that kind of romantic image because that's all we're fed. So it also looks at the parallels between the city and the regional environments from a work point of view, which I was really interested in. So just the nuts and bolts of like culture in a corporate environment Mm -hmm. and then in a shed, because I always found that fascinating myself and having worked in corporate spaces and also worked in the shed, you know, where there's so much discipline and there's so much rigour and the people that are working are like specialists at what they do, whether or not you're a wool class or a Rousey or a Shearer, you know, you are an expert at what you're doing and you're focused and you're mm. like the commitment there and everyone's working in sync. And that's always fascinated me because I've noticed that people in the city are very quick to cast judgments or make assumptions about shearing just because it looks a bit dirty on the outside. You know, like you've got people that are sweating or like people are getting covered in wool and sheep shit and things like that. But actually my experience of it was that these were really clean, tidy cultures, you know, like, yes, there's stuff that goes on and in the same as any culture, it's not perfect, but in regard to the way that the teams work from the moment that they step into the shed to the moment they go out and, like, just the choreography of that, like mm-hmm. even the farmer bringing the sheep up, going through that whole process of, like, getting through the yards in front of the, the sheep, in front of the shearer, the shearer, you know, just that whole cycle just was fascinating to me and it was something that I wanted to explore in direct contrast with this sort of sterile environment in a city that for all intended purposes looked really like clean and clinical mm. but actually had all this you know outrageous politics and skullduggery that was going on below the sur- surface mm. so I thought that was an interesting viewpoint to take on in regional Australia and then looking at the city like people often wouldn't make that connection. That was actually quite a journey we just went on. Like you just talking through all those elements painted quite a nice picture for our listeners. That was actually rather beautiful. So it was filmed in and around Kojanup, which is obviously a very special place to you. Kojanup's about 250 kilometres southeast of Perth for those who haven't been there before. What was it about this region that made you choose the area for filming? I have always had such a strong affinity with our um farm and also with the community and our farm's actually Broomhill as well so we filmed in Crochenup and Broomhill and Tambalup and I still can't get over it like even just last week I was just looking at one of the sunsets and it's just like this most delicious golden sunset and like the particularly the colours when we did the bush banquet scene of like the light how it comes through the trees it's like extraordinary and again a lot of Australian you know, stories that sort of go to the outback tend to do the kind of deep red dirt um, environment, which we've seen a lot of. But there's a lot of diversity within the Australian bush that often isn't seen in mainstream media. And so for me, I really wanted to show this little pocket, particularly at summer, going into summer, where it's like crispy and golden and like, you know, you can be driving along the road and you've just got this beautiful blue sky that's like not a cloud in it and then contrasted directly with this golden crop or the flora and it's just remarkable like you know I I think it's like quite wondrous (laughs) so I really wanted to film in that environment at that particular time of year which was so hard and everyone just looked at me and was like Beck you are 
on crap. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> Filming before harvest. Like, this is ridiculous. You yeah. can't possibly do that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to because mm-hmm. it needs to be filmed at this time of year. I really want that aesthetic. In my humble opinion, you certainly nailed the aesthetic. But it wasn't just the aesthetic. You also had a huge amount of support from the community. Um, your parents both made appearance in the film um, and they did a great job. But also the local shearing team, the hairdresser, there was so much support and so many people made this film possible and got on board as well. Yeah, it really was. I mean... It was a micro-budget film, so you really rely on the generosity of others to get it off the ground because film is really expensive to make. So we shot the entire thing in two weeks. Usually with something so short, you'd be a little bit less ambitious with how many locations you'd go to. I guess me being in the community and, and connected with a lot of people I'm mates with, I'd shared the idea of it with people for quite a long time going into it. So they kind of came on the journey with me um and then there's the case like with family members and stuff where you literally (laughs) rely on them most of them were pretty happy like mum's got a bit of a dramatic flair my husband is like everyone's favorite character in the entire (laughs) the entire show and he's just always had a secret itch to again explore his creativity but dad was like absolutely mortified about being involved and he's very cross because he thinks that um you know, he, he doesn't like the way that he's perceived. He's got one line, by the way, and I think he's bloody awesome. But he he definitely does not have acting aspirations. I think he's very happy to just focus on being a, um, a wool farmer. So, <laughs> but yeah, the the community was just incredible, and the town people in the town, like every everyone, was just so generous. It was interesting, obviously. We were like a circus going through the town for two weeks. Like we were just sort of everywhere and um socks otto who's the director is amazing and he was chosen because i felt like he was going to be able to establish trust with the people that he worked with which was really important because for everyone that we're talking about like the shearing team and farmers and head of the ag supplies and things like that they literally had never stepped on a set before so Um, because as well we were micro-budget and we didn't have lots of time for rehearsal and stuff, there needed to be a really solid rapport established quickly so that then they could feel comfortable because it's so intimidating. You've got, like, you know, this huge big group of people watching you, you've got cameras all over you, mics, all that stuff. So it was important that for the level of authenticity that we wanted that um, they trusted the director and so he was brilliant and just um, generated such good friendships with everyone. Um, and it's just super impressive when you see the performances because it's very hard to believe that these people sort of haven't performed before and it's just awesome because they just nail it, you know. So you've got the aesthetics of the landscape but the people and how they were able to contribute their thoughts into boosting the authenticity of the production, that's that's just unreal, made for such a good film. And I think through that you capture some really beautiful raw elements like the passion for wool, like this, for example. Actually, what are you wearing? What? Show me that. Show me your tag. For heaven's sake, I know you're annoyed, but this is bordering on sexual harassment. Show me the tag. Get your hands off me. It's wool. It's merino wool. And I'm telling you, no other fabric, natural or man-made, can compare. And also the realities of working with sheep and wool, which you often don't see 
on stereotypical shows about the bush. A particular example that I can think of is when the brother and sister are having a screaming match in the yards. Beck's trying not to giggle. All too familiar. We may have experienced that or we may not have. Were there any other key elements of working in wool growing which you really did want to capture? Yeah, I I just wanted to show the livelihood, I suppose, like watching my dad and him working in partnership with his dad um, to generate this enterprise which they care so much about and an industry which they love. I really wanted to make sure with this show that nothing felt like I was telling the audience everything, like I wanted the audience to understand different worlds through connecting with the character and getting this really strong sense of the world overall, like with the aesthetic and stuff. And so with the role of the wool growing and and the industry, I wanted to celebrate that it's someone's job. Often I don't think that connection's made, that there's human beings that are getting up every day and that they actually really love what they do and they really love their animals and that they're, you know, going through their own things as humans as well. I wanted people to see that that's their livelihood and they really care about it and they're invested in it. And also I wanted to try and show the seasonal nature of it as well, like the way that farmers live so in tune with season and the way that their lives work on a different clock in a way. I guess there's an element of being quite present when you're on the farm that I wanted to capture, like within the bush. And my dad actually said at the start, he was like, Beck, it's like if you're a sports commentator, you have to know sport. Like you can't get the rules wrong or you can't get like if you're talking about sport, you need to know what you're talking about. He goes, if you're talking about sheep, you need to be showing sheep like accurately, 100%, you know, and the whole way through I had to check everything with him. He was like my quality control because he was like we cannot have anything portrayed that is not 100% realistic and for him as well, he um, he was so excited with the opening scene, which locates you straight in the shed. He was like, oh, it's so great to see shearing properly, like done by actual shearers and, and to see the environment of the shed. And uh, he really appreciated that. But he's also very proud of his shed as well, which also comes up at the back. But I think because, you know, for him, that's his workspace, that's his office, that's you know, that really is where he spent so many moments. And I actually get emotional when I think about it because, you know, like I've gone up there as a kid and I've just seen him working, you know, like getting, it's like when you get the shed ready or like when you're cleaning up after you've had shearing or whatever, it's like that's someone's life, you know, that they're going through the motions in this space that's like got this real industrial feeling to it, but then you're bringing in all these animals and all this liveliness that kind of happens you know in that seasonal nature like every we shear in April I just remember the smell of knowing oh yeah we'll be shearing soon you know like you can smell that smell and then the shearing happens and it's like this whole whirl around the farm and people are cooking the lunch and you know you're looking at the clock going when is it going to be 3 (laughs) 30 like when's our next break or when's end of day um It's just all of those things and that was such a big part of my childhood that I really wanted to capture and I know that it's an experience that a lot of people who have grown up with sheep kind of connect with. You can just hear the passion in your voice. I can see it on your face but you can just hear it. It's so beautiful, Beck. 
You showed the feature film at several locations in WA now. The most recent premiere was at the place of filming in Kojana, which you received a standing ovation. The sentiment was obviously high. People really loved it. Where will other wool growers around the country be able to watch this series? Well, yes, it was really exciting to have that and also great to have it in its hometown. That was an awesome experience. Hopefully, we're working really hard so that we can have it out in the world. We've got a distributor, but we can't say too much about that just yet. But I will definitely let you know when we can say more. And then um, the idea is that it will be made available. I think it's looking like it will be early next year. So we'll, we're working to have it available sort of on a large scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also we've had a lot of people interested in us doing regional screenings. So I think we will do a program of um, regional screenings at a point next year as well, just when COVID sort of, you know, is a little bit more manageable so that we can have a sense of how we can do screenings sort of in other states as well. Mm-hmm. No, that would be amazing. If people are interested in learning more about Homespun, you know, your channels, etc., where can they look? Yeah, we've got a website for Homespun, which I think is, I should know this, I might send that through to you. <laughs> it's like www.homespunseries.com.au, I think. Um, but then Rural Room is probably the best, um, like it's sort of the most easy accessible platform. So that's just www ruralroom.com um, and then we've also got socials, rural room socials and stuff and then you can kind of dive off into the homespun stuff through that. But AWI, we were really proud to be able to partner with you and support this incredible initiative which promotes just an authentic look at growing and shearing wool and Beck, we wish you and the crew, everyone that was involved in this incredible series all the best for the rest of its future and congratulations. Oh, thanks, Ellie. Thank you also to AWI. We were very lucky to work with you guys on this show. And, yeah, we just hope people uh, take something from it and it moves them. Well, what a breath of fresh air that was and a nice reminder of all the people and opportunities that lie within the regions and specifically our wool-growing regions of Australia. You can view the trailer of Homespun at www.homespunseries.com.au to get more of a feel for what it's like on the big screen. And be sure to follow Homespun on Facebook and Instagram or Rural Room to keep up to date with where and when you'll be able to view the series, hopefully online or on TV, or at a regional screening near you in 2022. And stay in touch with AWI socials as well to keep up to date with when and where you can watch the series. AWI are on Facebook, Twitter at Wool Innovation and Instagram at Australian Wool. That's a wrap for this episode of The Yarn. From me, Ellie Bigwood, it's been a hoot having your company as always. Thanks for having a yarn with us.